Check, check. Welcome, boys and girls, to a, another Dixon Jane's Dudesy. These are the short podcast. Promise to go under 10 minutes. And uh, today I'll, uh, I'll stick to that without any trouble at all. I'm in a beautiful provincial park in Nova Scotia called uh, Rizzler's Beach. And we are not actually right now on the beach where we've parked our RV because we wanted an electrical hookup. But uh, we've got a cozy spot and uh, ready to have a fire tonight. I'm sitting here with the rock in my hand, the rock. Those of you who are listeners to the feature-length Sticks and Janes podcast will know what I'm talking about. However, I want to be uh, fairly focused in this particular uh, podcast about a couple of issues. We've had a wonderful time, If just for backdrop. I'm on a journey uh, through Quebec, uh, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, um, Starting off doing the, the north shore of the St. Lawrence, and we're going to end on the uh, Cabot Trail and eventually down to Halifax before taking a train back to, uh, to Montreal and Toronto. Uh, that will be fun. I'm traveling with uh, a gentleman I call the Barstool Buddha, and we've just met up at this little mini reunion we had in, in celebration of the 25th anniversary of uh, a very large reunion we had up on a farm in... Uh, Nova Scotia, we've uh, gathered together, so there are three of us. The third party is Barnacle Bill, who will be joining us shortly. Um, but uh, the Barstool Buddha and I had a, an issue with uh, national parks. Now, national parks, as you know, belong to the people of Canada, and uh, they are there for our benefit to uh, you know, forever preserve for our children, our children's children. But they're to... to teach us, inform us about uh, nature and wildlife and to preserve uh, a habitat for animals that we can observe and uh, enjoy very much. And of course there's all kinds of being, you know, bringing people in and families and you've got problems to do with uh, washing people want showers and flush toilets. So there's a lot of rules and regulations and charges involved. Uh, And so every park you pull into will have... um, a set of maybe campground regulations and information, right? And these are put out. So, for example, in my hand, I'm holding the one for Parks Canada, but it's for Kuchibukwak, Kuchibukwak National Park, Kuchi, I guess they nickname it, National Park in New Brunswick. I had been there before. We had a very, very nice stay there, although there are a hell of a lot of mosquitoes. Um, and I'm just going to look at the regulations on the back. There's a couple. Uh, in fact, there's a, a long list of them. But one that stands out in bold, generators Generators may be operated between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. only. Wow, I've got a generator. Excessive noise will not be tolerated at any time, day or night. Quiet is required after 11 p.m. and non-campers must leave by that time. Now, that doesn't seem excessive. Quiet is required after 11 p.m., so if you still have a fire going, keep it down. Keep it down to low conversation, right? Don't feed the wildlife, etc., etc. Campfires in the campfire places only. Uh, buy their own firewood. Alcoholic beverages. Here we go. Alcoholic beverages must be consumed only on the site registered in your name. Now that suggests you can't go over next door with a drink. Uh, but I guess it's open to interpretation because it must be consumed only. So if I go and visit somebody who offers me a beer, I. I I don't think anybody would have a hard time, as long as they're on our site and they don't want you taking this out on the trails or down to the beach or, you know, leaving your bottles behind, which 
no good Canadian would ever think of doing. So that's part one. Uh, and that seems okay, no problem with that. And we had our good time and we drank our beverages sitting by the campfire and uh, we were pretty tired by 11 anyway. Now we went to another national park, very, very close by, only a few hours away, called Fundy National Park. Even better known. Most people, most Canadians have heard of Fundy National Park. And we picked up, you know, the map of the campsite. This is Chignecto North Campground. Camping regulations on rivers. But on the front, where they have the map, there's a big, in big red ink, quite bold, quite standing out, because the whole thing is black and on green paper. This is in red. Alcoholic beverages are not permitted. Boisson alcoholisé interdit. No alcohol. Oh, gee, I'm surprised at that. Then again, you read the back. All right, quiet hours from quiet hours from eleven to seven. No problem. Respect for other campers and keep noise at minimum. Okay, that's fair. No problem. Then you go. Alcoholic beverages are not permitted. Okay, this is an outright ban on alcohol. That uh, is not sounding right. Now. Here, listen to the one that follows the alcoholic beverages. First of all, I mean, the issue is, wait a minute, why can't, why can't I drink in one park and not the other? Am I different? Is my behavior different? Is it a different set of regulations or in the same province where these are our national parks? How do they make individual policies like that? Who made that decision, all right? That's what I want to know, and that's what I'm following up on. Um, the next section after that, in red, bold and in red, the registered permit holder shall ensure that nothing by them, done by themselves or others using their site will interfere with the quiet, peaceful use and enjoyment of national park lands by any other person. Okay, so you're there. You don't let people get out of hand and, and spoil the party for others. Okay, it seems pretty strong, especially that it's in red, but interfere with the quiet, peaceful use and enjoyment. All right, well, all right, sure, I don't want to do that. I don't want to spoil somebody's time. Not anymore. When I was young, I did, but not now. This includes damaging property, heaven forbid, playing loud music, of course not, using insulting or obscene language. Insulting or obscene. Now, I think I know, I think by obscene they mean, oh, fuck off, you fucking cocksucking assholes, stuff like that. But insulting, oh, I suppose that could be insulting too. Um, I'm not quite sure. All right, but all right, let's park that. I, I just don't know that you're not allowed to swear on the campsite. Hmm. I guess it's how loud you swear. Would that be it? Collecting deadfall. Well, it's in the same paragraph. You can't use loud or insulting, loud music, insulting or obscene language, collecting dead, deadfall or cutting branches. They don't seem to get to go together, the insulting or obscene language, collecting deadfall, or cutting branches, tree trunks, trees, oh, and then drunkenness, fighting, screaming, and suggestive music. No suggestive music. Now, boys and girls, I'm an English teacher. You know that. I don't know what suggestive music is. Uh, we listened to the Beatles the other night, uh, back at the Nova Scotia guy's house. Yeah, you know, you know, and the Rolling Stones. There was some pretty suggestive language, if you catch my drift, you know. Oh, stay with you all night long. I was by the Kings. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but it does, does it not seem a little bit odd to you to have this in a brochure that somebody, somebody in the parks, and we're not talking about all of Canada. I don't think we're talking about a decision coming from Ottawa. 
it would suggest this might be local, and maybe even the person, supervisor, administering this particular park doesn't like suggestive music. Boys and girls, our national parks that you pay for, I pay for. It's a proud, proud heritage in Canada. They, somebody, somebody, we don't know who, somebody has made a decision that we should not have any alcohol on this particular national park, yours and mine, which I have visited many times before, and believe me, I have consumed a lot of alcohol in Funding National Park. Uh, And even on this trip, I did. Thank you very much. I ignored the ban. Drunkenness, fighting, screaming, and suggestive music. Now, can anybody, anywhere, stand by officially handing out a paper representing Fundy National Park, National Park, our National Park, that says you are not allowed to play suggestive music? I understand in Russia this might be the case. I certainly, especially if it's by Pussy Riot or somebody. But in Canada... We are not allowed to have suggestive music in Fundy National Park. Not quite specific what that suggestive music might be. But uh, it's very clear in red ink. Damaging property. Okay. (laughs) No way. Playing loud music. All right. Not after 11. Using insulting or obscene language. Collecting different... You know, even if they had... Maybe the collecting dead fall and cutting branches should have had a paragraph of its own. Right? Uh, just just a little, little puzzled by that. In fact, although I'm trying to take this lightly, I'm very outraged that somebody thinks they have the authority to decide on their own, or perhaps it was with a committee, I don't know for whatever reason, that they don't want anybody in their park to enjoy a glass of wine with their steak dinner that they barbecued over their fire, or have a glass of beer on a hot afternoon because they have banned alcohol from Fundy National Park. And if you're thinking about playing anything that might be considered uh, just a little risque, forget it in Fundy. Scarborough Dude signing out. That's all I've got to say on that. I really would like some feedback. I will be following this up. There will be letters. There will be definitely, definitely. I even says your comments, both positive and negative, are encouraged. Thank you very much. That's all I need. Bye for now.